There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, September 26th. I'm Juliet Bennett-Riley here with Rob Litterst, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about Yelp. Yelp is going on the offensive when it comes to fake reviews, the likes of which have been littering its platform. But first, before all of that, let's cover a few other things making headlines in the world of business and tech today. After nearly 150 days, the Writers Guild of America has reached a tentative deal with Hollywood Studios. This deal, if accepted by its members, would put late night and daytime talk shows back on air. But of course, the Actors Guild is still striking, so we'd have to see how that goes. Lego has decided it won't make bricks from recycled plastic bottles after all. The company, which pledged to use only sustainable materials by 2032, said the manufacturing process would actually cause more pollution than its traditional oil-based bricks. Amazon announced an investment of up to $4 billion in artificial intelligence company Anthropic. The investment buys Amazon partial ownership of the business and ensures that Anthropic will use Amazon Web Services for its mission-critical workloads. Netflix is sending its last red envelope and closing its DVD subscription service for good. I think we've talked about that already, but... It's happening this Friday. It's finally happening. Now, Netflix once processed 1.2 million DVDs per week and generated millions in revenue over the course of 25 years, but now it's going to be streaming only. And finally, Spotify and OpenAI are partnering to clone podcasters' voices for the purpose of translating them into other languages. All right, Juliet. So Yelp is going on the offensive here. They're finally cracking down on fake reviews, which seem to be running rampant. You were digging into this quite a bit earlier today. What is going on here? So Yelp is actually turning to a form of public shaming, it looks like. For a while now, Yelp has been putting alerts on business profiles where something shady is going on. And there's a couple different types of alerts you may have seen. One is, and I know I've seen this before, let's say there's a business and it's in the news for some reason. Let's say the owner is caught saying something problematic or it's the victim of um, vandalism or some sort of crime. That will often inspire people who have never even been there to come and leave an influx of reviews saying, hey, this guy, he sucks. Don't go here or Mm -hmm. I'm here to support this business. So definitely come here. And those reviews as good hearted or I guess vindictive as they may be, do not accurately reflect what it would be like to be a customer at that business. So you might see an alert letting you know that this business has been the subject of some sort of public intention and there's an influx of reviews and maybe don't trust them for a minute. The other ones you may have seen, and these are the ones that Yelp is kind of shaming, are compensated reviews, which is when Yelp finds evidence that they have paid someone to write reviews on their behalf, or a suspicious behavior, which an example of that could be, let's say this business has 20 glowing reviews, but it turns out they all come from the same IP address and are probably the same person. Yes. That's super interesting. So 
do you know how they catch if people are paying for reviews? Like that seems like they would have to do some like back end, almost like IRS style investigation. I know that Amazon is suing the administrators of several thousand Facebook groups because there are these review rings that are going on in there. Interesting. And Zach, of course, wrote a big story for The Hustle about how he spent two weeks in one of these groups and was learning about how this racket works. We'll pay you X amount of dollars to buy this product, do the five-star review, you'll get reimbursed for the product, and then maybe you'll also get, I don't know, $5 or, or whatever. And I think Yelp might be also doing a little investigating in there. And then I think if it gets a lot of reviews that feel very similar or like maybe like they're generated by AI or something, then they start kind of digging into why does this place all of a sudden have all these five-star glowing reviews that all kind of sound the same? That's crazy. And I, I mean, the the biggest thing here is Yelp reviews matter. When I'm looking for a restaurant in town and like trying to figure out where to eat, I actually do look at the Yelp mm -hmm. reviews and Me the too. Google reviews. Like I, I take them seriously. So it's like, it's really interesting and kind of crazy that some of these reviews could be subject to this ring of, <laughs> of Yelp review boosting where people are pumping up the score. And that would actually explain some of my experiences at dining places recently that have fallen short of expectations. Yeah. And you know, I always like a place that has bad reviews. Yes. Like if everybody's like, oh my gosh, this place is so amazing. And all the reviews are like on the same day. I'm like, oh, is that when they had their Yelp influencer day? And right. everyone who wanted free food was like, wow, this is the best restaurant in town. But I like the negative ones that are like one star. The bartender's rude. I'm like, I'm going there. I'm going to go to the rude bartender place. I love that. And I feel like I read about a restaurant recently that was actually encouraging people to leave them one-star reviews. That would be another Zachary Crockett original. I thought so. Yes. Zach's all over yes. the review game. So you were saying that Yelp is using public shaming for this. I can't think of public shaming without thinking of Game of Thrones. But right. besides that, Same. how are they doing this? How are they actually bringing to light these places that are using these kind of fabricated reviews? Right. So when you see the alert on a business profile, that's because you've specifically gone to that business profile, most likely. The other thing they're doing is there is a website and we've linked to it in our newsletter where you can just see a list of any business that currently has an alert or that has ever had an alert for compensation or suspicious behavior. I don't love the way the list is presented because it's kind of like online shopping where you can see a big chunk and then you keep having to click load more, load more, load more. Yeah. And I wish it were in a spreadsheet or something where I could just search for my city and totally. see which businesses have been doing it. So maybe there's someone that will pull that code out at some point or maybe Yelp will do it. But it is kind of fun. I did notice there was one, it was like a personal injury or accident lawyer and he had alerts pretty much all across Southern California like LA and then also all the little cities around it. And I was like, oh, what was this guy doing? This is <laughs> wild. I really want to go in now and like you said, filter by Massachusetts and figure out if any of the places around me are doing this. Yes, that's what I was hoping that I could do. But it did seem to give me a lot of places that were on the West Coast. So it may know kind of where you are. It's given me a lot of places in California too. Okay. I think California just has a lot of restaurants. I mean, maybe if I fiddled with it a long time, I could probably pull the data out into like Google Sheets. But I'm not going to, but someone should is what I'm saying. Someone should. <laughs> yeah. That is the type of project that I think could actually go viral. Just pulling that out and letting you kind of search your region. Yes. Okay, so we've talked a lot about Yelp and how important Yelp reviews to our decision-making process when dining. What does this mean more broadly? You mentioned Amazon earlier. Fake reviews seem to be a pretty common thing mm -hmm. in these websites and 
marketplaces where you're kind of sourcing opinions from a lot of people. Is it really that big of a widespread problem? Like, what's your take on this? It seems like it's a pretty huge problem that pretty much all across the internet, there's nowhere that is going to have 100% accurate reviews as long as there are people who will be paid to create an account and make a review. I mean, the more loopholes you make people jump through just to leave a review, the less likely they are to leave a review in the first place, I think is kind of the problem there. But what is happening is that the FTC is getting involved and trying to stop the fake review problem, especially in terms of like these rackets where you're paying people to do it and you have all these groups that are just like a coordinated effort. So one thing the FTC has done is it has actually proposed additional penalties for businesses that it catches doing a couple of things. And this is especially in the wake of generative AI, where instead of paying a bunch of people, you could probably just put it into chat GPT and say, hey, churn out this, that, and the other thing, and it would do it really right. fast and it would make it even more efficient. So a couple things that it's targeting is anyone who sells, obtains, or buys fake reviews, anyone who is taking a real review and repurposing it. So maybe you buy one product and you say, oh, this is really great. And then they copy and paste your review and then they put it on other products and use it in perpetuity. Another thing is buying or selling fake social media indicators. There's a lot of people and businesses who sell fake followers, fake views, fake likes to make it seem like they have more engagement than they really do. That is something that it's going after testimonials written by people who work for the company or who are friends of the company. Basically, it wants to be able to find people who are doing any of this shady stuff so that we get our review system back on track. Makes a ton of sense. When the FTC gets involved, you know it's serious. I hope they can figure this out because honestly, Yelp reviews are probably the reviews on the internet that I take the most seriously. Same. And always looking for a new restaurant in Mm -hmm. the Boston area. And looking at Yelp is one of the kind of main data points for those decisions. So they got to figure this out. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I use it every time I'm trying to book a hotel, every time I'm trying to find a restaurant to eat at near a venue or something. And so, yeah, it's really frustrating when you just have to read through what you know is a bunch of crap to get to the meat of what is this place? What is it actually like? Yes. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. And we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Al and Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.